At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. And now, it's time to talk telly with the best TV trio since Anton Deck Dish Bruce. It's time for Luke, for Luke Gary, Gary and Matt with the Custard TV Podcast. Let's go! It's the Custard TV Podcast, the only place on the internet where us three talk about telly with about as much enthusiasm as the previous week, maybe more. Yay! Uh, it's Luke. <laughs> there you go, that's more. Uh, it's Luke, runner of the website, that website being thecustardtv.com. Joined as always by Podcast Ease, Gary. Uh, hello, yes, I'm the uh, the light jogger of the podcast. And Podcast Reviewer and uh, Reuter Extraordinarist, it's Matt. And I just sit down a lot. Yeah, we well, you have to, you, you write <laughs> One of us has to, to, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I'm always sort of stood up but hunched over. Oh, that can't be good for your back. Well, no, but between the three of us, we've got everything covered. We've like looked at like the thought of three stages of man. So, like, you know, Gary's standing up, your side is slouched over, and I'm just sort of completely sitting down. And the irony is, the ages go the other way. Yeah. So. Who's the most evolved? <laughs> <laughs> well, oldest, not about the most evolved. <laughs> Are you, have I stumbled across the wrong podcast? Are you trying to get an, a Horizon special commissioned yeah. here? <laughs> it's, okay. it's the science podcast. Am I in the wrong Sorry, place? No. Uh, this is... Mango's the podcast. podcast. That's it. It's, what happened to Mango's the Theory, by the it's way? It's still going on. Yeah. Is it? It's in that dreaded 7.30 slot on a Monday, oh, isn't it? Oh, yeah. No, not at the moment, but I'm sure it's no. there somewhere. Okay, uh, this is the podcast where we talk about the latest TV news, reviews and previews. And with the aforementioned news, it's the on-the-spot jogger, Gary. Thank you very much. Uh, a little bit of news to, to whet your appetite before we move on to the reviews and the preview section this week. First of all, American um, TV show Sleepy Hollow, uh, which is the TV adaptation of the Edward Burton film, is going to air on the Universal Channel in the Who's UK. Edward Burton? Tim Burton, sorry. I'm thinking of Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> which was a Tim Burton film. I'm so used film. to him getting de- names wrong that he sounded so <laughs> convinced <laughs> I thought it must be Edward Burton. I thought, just do it confidently and they'll, they'll, they'll ignore it. Um, well, you had me at Edward Burton, Gary. You had me at Edward Burton. So. Very good. Um, Alan Hansen, long-time pundit on Match of the Day, has decided that he's going to retire at the end of this current season. I know you two are not big football fans, but I'm a, I'm a big Hansen fan. Uh, so I'm what pretty. Would you like, um, Is that, are you called the Hansen yeah. Devils? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Obviously, this was will leave him more time for their uh, Morrison's did... adverts yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and whatever else. Was he's it doing Umbop or their later material that you liked? Um, <laughs> what was it? Name any other Hanson song? I dare you. I can, the, but I'm not going to because it makes me an odd person. Go on then, Luke. Gone. Uh, they their follow up hit was Where Is the Love? Oh, wasn't there Bring Me Back to You as well or something? Or oh, no, that's that Oh God! <laughs> Stop it now, please. Stop it now. <laughs> Uh, so, obviously, I'll be applying for uh, the replacement for Alan Hansen, but I'm sure someone who probably has played football will probably get it. So, as long as so it's not you've Michael Owen. Right down the park, haven't you? Yeah. Jumpers for goalposts. By the way, uh, if you see Gary down the park, be sure that he shakes the hands of your children. He's a lovely man. Indeed. What, is he running for local <laughs> government now? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite know running what's going for change. on. Me. Uh, it's reminding me of a bad education U tree joke, but I won't. Um, Fox, uh, the American channel that shows things over here, has announced that it will be starting up um, three shows in October. Uh, the third series of the uh, acclaimed American Horror Story will be starting on the 29th of October. New series Monday mornings on the 21st of October. And what the heck is that? Yeah, what is I that? I don't. I haven't found too much out about them. Do I, your I, research, I Gary. Sorry, it's been a busy week, man. Do it on the run. Hold on, I'll just IMDB it now. Hold on. I'll do it, you keep talking. You IMDB you keep it, talking. and I'll, I'll, I'll carry on. And then, most excitingly, on my birthday, hint, hint, on October the 18th, uh, there'll be Series 4 of The Walking Dead, which is pretty fantastic for me. Pretty, I'll, pretty I'll, uh, I'll, I'll ironic, pretty out, actually. To be fair. That, that your birthday lands on the return of The Walking Dead. Really? There's no okay, here you are. It's a yeah, medical yeah. drama starring oh. Ving Rhames, Jamie Bamber, Je- and Jennifer Fing- Finnegan and Alfred Molina. So there you go. So that's Not why the he left Jennifer Finnegan. Yeah. So that's yeah. why he left Order UK to go back to America and do that. Oh, I don't know. Jamie Bamber. Um, the good, good news is that Channel 4 will be airing the finale of the IT crowd later this month, this month being September, if you're It's kind of... I'm kind of surprised by that in a way. I thought they might save it for nearer Christmas. Yeah, I would have, because ITV, uh, Channel Four rather have got nothing on the well, Christmas yeah. than ever. Maybe so. they're hoping that by showing it, it might convince Linehan not to kill it. They just usually show a film, don't they? Yeah, we'll have to see. Christmas. The Snowman they normally show, don't they? <laughs> Uh, other Channel 4 news is that the highly acclaimed and highly ranked Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or S.H.I.E.L. Uh, is to air on Friday the 27th of September on Channel 4. Uh, we were saying earlier that we're a little bit surprised by the, uh, the scheduling, but I think Friday night will be good. It's an action show. I if, you're a comedy, or... if you're a comic book nerd, it wouldn't matter if they invented a new day to watch this on. Mm. You right. would still watch it. It's not for me. It would. It's never been for me. No, I, I'm I'm with Luke on this one. But I think again, I think it's good to have something other than comedy, you know, on all the channels because. Yeah. And to be fair, I mean, we said this on the last podcast. Channel Four needs some hits. Mm. Yeah. And if 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 these sort of outside broadcasters can bring in hits for them. I ca- I'm awful, I can't think of the word when channels buy a programme. Imports. imports. Thank you, Matt. That's why I have you here. Uh, if these imports <laughs> can import. bring in... Uh, if these imports can bring in numbers, then, you know, more yeah. power to them. Should be interesting. Uh, BBC are very happy because the um, the idea to put the bad education episodes on iPlayer first has proved to be a big hit. 
Uh, I don't have any numbers because they didn't release that, but apparently it's the the highest rate, one of the highest on iPlayer for some time. Which I, was previously I've, held by Sherlock, wasn't it? I've noticed now that ITV are doing something, but they're they're making you pay for things like. Uh, Vera was one, and the Emma oh, Willis. I pay them not. Yeah, to and the Emma. Wi- yes, <laughs> don't step on my gag. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The Emma Willis um, ITV two show girlfriends also. Uh, oh, what the one that? Well, that and, uh, as well. There was there's shows that they that we yeah. revealed earlier, wasn't there? They've never shown that maybe but they'll make. You pay I for, think I they know. should pay us to watch yeah. girlfriends. Was my thing before Luke. Sorry, Matt. Uh, while we're talking about this, I do have some numbers. It received a phenomenal. One and a half million iPlayer requests over the last seven days. Wow! And I have seen it on iPlayer, so which we'll talk about. That is uh, just a couple less than than request this podcast every week. Just a few less. So uh, we're catching up, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) We're coming for you. Uh, And the last bit of news, very quickly, is to go through the the runners and riders, or the celebrities as they're known, uh, for this year's Strictly Come Dancing, which was announced this week. Um, a big sort of hoo-ha on Twitter, I think, as these things. Although I've noticed that we're running out of celebrities, and uh, this this line. Yeah, I think Tess doesn't Daly do anything said, but to help that. Tess Daly said that. I think she said yeah. soon we'll run out of celebrities. What Indeed. series is this now? Eleven, is it? Um, or ten? So well, I know it started in two thousand four. Mm. I think it's eleven. Well, it had, so. I don't, it had I don't two think two they, series I, one year, one year where there was two series. So I think it's the eleventh series. So just to run through these celebrities in alphabetical order, uh, and, and then the three of us will reveal who we think will come in the final. So first of all, we have model and TV presenter Abby Clancy, who's married nice. to Crouch. Actor nice. Ashley Taylor Dawson, who was in Hollyoaks. He's still in Hollyoaks, I believe. He's still in Hollyoaks, yes. He's always in Hollyoaks. Rugby player Ben Cohen, who won the Rugby World Cup. Uh, not on his own. It was, it was really <laughs> that would be good, though, wouldn't it? If he just it said, look, I've done this all on my own. Indeed. No that'd, help. That'd be brilliant. Uh, I don't need teams. One of the hairy bikers, uh, Dave Myers. Um, mm. I don't know whether the other one... Is he the there. hairier of the two? I he's can't small, tell, because there's no, no, no he's, he's, of the other. He, he's not, no. He's the smaller one with the sort of, you know, the thinner hair. Than, uh, he's not perhaps the bu- there's some rule that you can't no. be hairy and be able to dance, so he, he no. would have to... The hairiest yeah. of the dragons, Deborah Meaden, is <laughs> next. Uh, <laughs> now Hillary, James Caan. Now Hillary DeVay's gone. DeVay's gone, yeah, she's now the hairiest. <laughs> uh, Bond girl Fiona Fullerton, uh, ask your dad, uh, is, is next. Um, fashion designer Julian McDonald uh, is next, ask your mum. Uh, actor Mark Benton, who was in Arsenal. Waterloo Road and the Nationwide adverts. No, he's not Howard, uh, um, is next. That was Halifax. That was Halifax, you know what I mean. Uh, someone I've never heard of, Natalie Gumidi, an actress who was in Coronation Street. Anyone? She- she beat up Tyrone for a bit. Right. She was she was Tyrone's girlfriend, and they did a whole plot about you know male abuse, you know the man being beaten up in the relationship rather than the woman, and mm. she was beating him up. Next That's is Patrick is Robertson story, Robinson, who lists one of his acting careers as in the bill. I mean, I thought every actor in the UK and, was in and the every actor. Ashen Casualty for sort yeah. of two stints. He's in it at the moment, I believe. He was yeah. one. Of, was he an original in Casualty? May have been, may have been. We don't need uh, to be talking about this ne- in such great depth. No, 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 well, you're the one who's doing it. Next are the two the two gag ones, so get ready with the applause. First of all, we have uh, Countdown Ra- presenter Rachel Riley. She's bound to be good when you think of the rumba round. 
That's no? just a recycle of your yeah. think of a rumba, Johnny. Well, I'm, I'm all about it. recycling. And you know uh, what I've just learnt as well. Yeah. I'll let you do the other one, then I'll say it. Yeah. And um, singer Sophie Ellis Bexter, and of course, if she gets kicked out, it'll will be murder on the dance floor. Moving on. Um, I've learnt something though tonight. Yeah, go on. Even if those jokes were did make me titter. Yeah. The fact that you semi-rehearsed them ruined them. Well, you know full you know. well that um, Blooming Wassy's Face Forsyth's going to do them, so... <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, might as well get them in early, you know. getting in on the ground floor. The ground floor. Uh, BBC newsreader and presenter Susanna Reid, uh, yeah. British golfer Tony Jacklin, uh, yeah. TV presenter and broadcaster Vanessa Feltz. Yeah. Uh, so, who are your two finalists? Let's have two finalists. First of all, from Mr Matthew Northern Donnelly. Hello. Yeah, just quickly though, I think uh, <laughs> Hello. I, I think uh, Tony Jacklin's not going to stand for any Craig Revel Hallwoods put downs. Um, I'll, I'll give you a moment. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what that means. Put put goal. Oh, no, no, no. What's going to happen? What's going to happen is is that is that when they hold up the cards, go four. No. <laughs> this uh, is it wasn't rehearsed. This is comedy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, two finalists for me. I would probably go for um, the guy from Hollyoaks, Ashley Taylor Dawson, and probably uh, that Natalie Gamedi. Okay. Possibly. I mean, there's four or five possible winners there. Really. I mean, there's Rachel Riley and Abby Clancy. I'd put up there. Oh, you sod. That was my okay. two. Okay. Those okay. Those your two. That Luke, the, yeah. No, hang on, hang on. Go back. So I say. Ashley Taylor Dawson and Natalie Gamedi. Luke. Okay. Well, I'm going to shock you now because mine couldn't be any further away from Matt's. Mine are actually Countdown Beauty Rachel Riley and just General Beauty Abby Clancy. Abby came second, I believe, in the series of House Kitchen, which she did uh, a few years ago. No, it has no bearing on her ability to yeah. dance, uh, Luke. Well, you're saying you that that's her that. qualifications. I, you I say that, Gary, but you're not as educated on reality did TV it, as I am. Did Barry, McGuig- Barry McGuigan win that, though? Yeah. Yes. Where's he, eh? Not in this lineup. Well, he's going to be proved up next year. He was just busy. Uh, I, I'm going to take the risk of Ben Cohen because yeah. sports stars are, you know, you either get Matt Dawson and Austin Healy or you get, you know, Mark Rampakash. Or whatever his last, last year was. Oh, he wasn't awful. Mark Rampakash won. So Rampakash was very good. It was Michael... Vaughan, it last year he was a bit hit. Yeah. Ben Cohen, I, and, and I, I do kind of think that um, uh, that uh, Rachel Riley will do well. And uh, seeing as you've already picked her, I'll pick Sophie Ellis Bexter. And my my dark horse as well, probably I'd say Patrick Robinson might be with, in with a shout because yeah. he, I think he's sort of got hidden depths and the sort of the turkey sort of the the of the bunch probably as you say Vanessa or um, Deborah Meaden I think to crash yeah. out first. Yeah, it's, but that'd be one hell of a crowd. No, I think Tony, Tony Jacklin's going out on in a hole in one. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to hang up with you twice in uh, two weeks in a row, just hang up on you both. I don't want to have to do it. Well, you only hang, hung up on me last week. You didn't mean to hang up on Matt. You just did that. I know. Of, yeah. But it's just sort of, <laughs> just quickly though, do you not think it's quite an underwhelming lineup this year? Just Just before we go on to the reviews. 
I'm not well, sure that I'm last year's lineup was particularly fan. overwhelming. So no, I just think there's not that one big sort of marquee name that they're not. You know, it's usually one or two names. I mean, last year because we had the Olympics, we had the Olympians on, but this year it all just seems a bit of a much of a muchness. I know they sort of rumoured if they'd had like uh, Mel C was rumoured, Terry Hatch was, was rumoured, and I think if they had those two. Then I think I, I think what will be interesting is obviously this weekend show, which we'll preview a bit later, is the one where they pair them up with their dancers. So that will be interesting. That might give us some idea of who they think are serious yeah. contenders. Yeah, because who gets, the one who, who gets they, Anton yeah, Beck has got a chance. Who they think are serious contenders and who who gets Anton? But there are five new dancers this year, so that'd be interesting. That, that to, be interesting. Anyway, so yeah. Do you do the, yeah, moving on to the review section, I'm handing over to our agent in the north. <laughs> Yeah, agents of shields, agents of I'd be like agents of umbrella maybe or something like that, you know, because of all the rain up north. Uh, so yeah, so so ITV it, it rained down south as well, you know. Yeah. Perhaps it wasn't acid rain. But... Uh, <laughs> um, so ITV this week, I think, is the big. Uh, you know, they launched all their big dramas, and Saturday night, of course, saw the um, return of the X Factor, which we talked about briefly last week because uh, Luke went to the screening. Uh, sort of bookmark between uh, the X Factor though, we had two uh, new show, newish shows. Stepping out, which is ITV's answer to Strictly, if the question no, was, no, no. if the question was, um, can anyone make a uh, sort of toned down version of Strictly that no one wants to see? Um, As I put on Twitter, but nobody really picked up on it. This is let's dance, but not for comic relief. Yeah, it's it's stage choreographed dancing with a partner and dancers, and it was very much like uh, celebrity dancing. Yeah, but I well, it was celebrity dancing. No, but sorry, <laughs> let's dance for. <laughs> sorry, it was very I much. Like, what, it was let's dance for celebrities dancing. Hardly. I mean, I turned on halfway through, and Lawrence Llewellyn Bow and his wife were doing hip hop dancing, and I just yeah. said, I, I went. Should we watch a bit of I Love My Country? And oh my <laughs> god, Matt. No. Oh my god. And, it, and then it was Tinchy, and I quickly turned back because Tinchy Strider was playing past the parcel. And <laughs> yeah. It, As you do. The thing is, on this one, though, they're tr- almost trying to sort of you know, line it up as a serious show because the judges they've got on there, I mean, they've got like Wayne Sleep, who's, you know, da- dance. Yeah. Mel B and... Whereas on, you know, Your Face Sounds Familiar, they always had Julian Clary and, like, another gag judge, and I think this... I was again... happy to see Mel B, because I was one of the few that did actually like her cutting and scything her way through the X Factor last She's year. She just finished a run on America's Got Talent, uh, which we oh, will right. be able to see on these shores next year, because they're a year behind on America's Got Talent. Um, but, yeah, so, stepping out, Luke, any thoughts? Um, uh, well, it was... It was harmless Saturday night entertainment. It was a warm-up for the X Factor. I thought what ITV did really well was the little... I know this is really TV nerd inside me coming out. What they did really well was the little um, Saturday night on ITV segments between. I liked that, bringing all the branding Mm. together. I liked them making a thing on Saturday night, even if the X Factor was the only standout thing on Saturday night. I also liked how they tried to change things on stepping out, so it wasn't the judging panel or the coaches. It was the front row, uh, which is what Mel <laughs> and Len... Not Len. So I'm doing Wayne. It, Wayne and Jason were referred to the front row. And, you know, the the commercial... I, I did, I'll be honest, I did like the rehearsal segments um, in it, and I did like the fact that they 
they know each other so well because they are boyfriend, girlfriend, husband and wife. Uh, but whether or not, and the fact that there's only five weeks, I can yeah, probably stay yeah, with just before, I mean, we've got Strictly coming up, like the, the premiere show, but it's not coming back till like, Stepping Out finishes. So if you're a massive dance fan, then you're in, in luck. I mean, I did enjoy the Dempsey Make Peace reunion doing the, doing the tango. That um, was good. And, and JLS. He, he hasn't aged a bit, old Dempsey, is he? Uh, or is it make peace? I can never remember. What anyway, uh, after we'll, we'll talk X Factor in a moment, but I'm just going to go off off script yeah. and just talk about the the last part of the uh, Saturday yeah, night. Uh, Keith Lemons uh, through the keyhole or through t- keyhole, as he, he kept saying throughout. That's where I'd like to shove him at the moment. And um, through any letterbox. I mean, the the highlight of this for me was the first the first uh, house was Lewis Smith, who was the gymnast who was strictly come dancing last year. But the highlight was that they showed his uh, X Factor audition that I don't believe has ever aired on TV before. Um, you know, I've heard that he sort of auditioned. Oh yeah, yeah, that came yeah. out last year, didn't it? Yeah, and they actually showed the clip, and that for me was the highlight. Apart from, I mean, Marty McCutcheon was sort of quite funny on it, just by playing like the dits. But the only regular panelist on it is Dave Berry, and he's uh, as my, me and my friend were watching it on Saturday night, and we said there's no one really for Keith Lemon to sort of bounce off like there is. I mean, I I hate everything about him, uh, but the people can't Keith Lemon just bounce on, off like, a on or like, a wall or whatever. Unlike celebrity, <laughs> on celebrity juice, he at least has like you know the other guests. Do you know Holly and Fern are there? I honestly believe that if Peter Fincham left ITV tomorrow, Keith Lemon would be dropped like a stone. I don't know why. Peter Fincham keeps giving but lo- this. Everyone bloody... loves Keith Lemon, though. Everyone like lo- that celebrity in the north. That celebrity's huge <laughs> program gets like you know a million, million and a half for ITV two. On ITV two, he's not okay. mainstream. Remember Lemonade that he did last year or the year before? No. That was horrendous. No. Um. So yeah, oh. did anyone else watch this, or was it just me? It's just you. Can I just put something to you? And we're already sort of running out of time, considering how much we've got to talk about. But I just want to put something to you. Say. I was running ITV. The X Factor is such a fantastic lead-in to something. Would you not try and put the guilty or Whitechapel on there, mm. or not? Or as you suggested uh, earlier in the year, something like a, a sitcom like A Vicious or something. Yes. The yeah. problem is, is that coming uh, soon. Obviously, what will happen is either it will be after the Cube will be on after, or no, Jonathan be, Ross won't it? Or um, Thingamie, take me out. Yeah, so I think as we get, as, we get to, as the as the evenings draw in, you want shows that bring the whole family together. Where I don't think that's the case with Vicious um, or anything like that uh, that you've mentioned. Well, I'm just thinking. I mean, when I was younger, BBC One would have all their Saturday night entertainment and the lottery and things, and then Jonathan Creek would be on. Mm. So I'm just wondering whether there is. Room but ITV for a have never done that. Now. They always choose Sunday night for those types. Anyway, of let's let's Move hurry on. through. Well, let's quickly hurry through the X Factor. I mean, we did talk about it a bit last week. Um, just generally, the uh, we had the audition rooms on the Saturday night and the Sunday night. We had the the arena show. Uh, just some thoughts on how how well you think it worked. Was it sort of, you know, did, I you, could quite did it easily, get repetitive? Yeah, I could you? quite easily just watch the Saturday show for the ones that didn't make it, you know, the idiots. Mm. Not watch the performances of the ones that make it through to the Sunday and then just watch the Sunday for them because they show you their performance pretty much anyway. Mm. 
as they introduce them and then they do their low. Uh, so I, I do think that this is it's just going to get awfully repetitive at some yeah. point. It was and only, you have to remember. Yeah, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. David's Bridal, where brides and bridesmaids get fabulously dressed. We let our friends pick out what we wear. Show off our dance moves. Obsess over every little detail. Hold your hand through it all. Smile bravely when it's time to let go. Make your dreams come true. The things we do for love. Only at David's Bridal. It's on Saturday and Sunday for its entire run. Mm. Yeah. I I feel I'm going to have to miss some, and I don't know whether that's going to make me lose interest a bit. I mean, the only difference they they sort of show with it, for example, there was that... um... Luke, the one who did his his own song in the in the room, who then crashed out in the arena show, yeah. and was voted off, as opposed to that one that Alejandro, who was the Spanish dude who who didn't wow Gary at. Um, oh, it was the guy that came in with the flowers for the ladies, wasn't he? No, no, no. That was the guy. That was Luke. That was the guy. Oh, who was left. it? No, oh, okay. Alejandro was the guy who didn't see much of him on Saturday. Um, on so- on he Sunday, told- he sang Enrique Hero. Yeah. And sang something in Spanish, which I believe was a tapas menu. Um, yes. I heard patatas bravas during the <laughs> of his. He was the one that told um, old, um, old what's-the-face uh, shirt swinger uh, that she was gorgeous or something. Uh, yeah, well, Saturday, yeah. that's because he's got eyes. Um, <laughs> so that's not, but, but not good. I think the o- the only the only thing it is, I suppose, is to sh- to almost like a second chance to either shine or to show them sort of their weaker elements in front of yeah, them. Yeah, I, I suppose what it means is that they're probably not going to do as much boot camp as they used to do, and, and therefore they're going to get to judges' houses pretty quickly. Also what it shows you is that the um, the live shows aren't as fun as the uh, room bit. Uh, no, no. The, you've got the, that sort of it, that intimacy maybe, that sort of... You know, you 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 feel like you're sort of eavesdropping more in the room rather than I, the. I internet. did like I liked what they did though was that someone with a bit of genuine uh, talent, the guy with the long hair, what was it, Chris? What was his name? Phil with the F. Yeah, that was it that you you've told us about last week. He got the, a bit of critique, went away, and did something different. All right, he's not good enough to and get still through. Got through. No, still well, yeah, but through. but at least. There was the opportunity to so kind of build them a little bit. Progression of story. Stage. Story yeah. progression. Uh, okay. just my mum's dying would, and it was her wish like for me to, to say, sing on the X Factor. I would also like to say that everyone I've seen this week, uh, friends and family, uh, have all watched it and all said exactly the same thing, which is, I don't know if I can stomach it twice mm. in a weekend. Although, is it strictly as well sorry, although I would say I'm enjoying it because the shows are an, about an hour long. And I think mm. I think last year what what dragged it down was the fact that the shows were so, so long. So I can do two separate shows of one hour rather than one two-hour show. So if they're splitting mm. it up like that, then That's I'm true. all for it. 
Uh, no uh, one, one anywhere was saying well, I'd really like more X Factor. No, no, no. But I think what it seems to me what they're doing is they're splitting up that that two hour block into one hours. Anyway, so X Factor. We also continued. need to get rid of the idea that Nicole says it's a yes for me, but it's a no for the X Factor. Okay, that has to stop right now. Moving on, uh, we'll stay with ITV. I'm just going to go completely off script here now. Uh, oh, it's killing me, Matt. Uh, the ITV. Sort of this week had all their new dramas. Uh, well, two returns: Doc Martin on Monday night and Whitechapel on Wednesday night. And then on Thursday night, we had the uh, debut of the three-part drama, The Guilty. Uh, we'll quickly r- run through uh, some of these. Doc Martin, first of all, uh, it's the first time I've actually sort of properly watched this Doc Martin, and I have to and say, why was you obviously watched it for review yeah, purposes? Yeah, but yeah. why did you why did you avoid it initially? I don't. Again, it's like New Tricks. It was one of those shows that never sort of appealed to me, and it was something. It was one of those, you know. My mum watched it, sort of shows, and I thought mm. it was sort of. I almost a bit sort of snobbish, maybe about it in a way. And I have to say, it was. It it, it, it is a sort of antidote to all these other really sort of dark shows. The other two shows, Whitechapel and The Guilty, are so so depressing and so so dark. You need a bit of, you know. Uh, you know, Martin Clunes falling in mud and, you know, trying to save someone's life with a paperclip or whatever he was doing. I, w- I will say I couldn't... Wa- I know this is the stupidest thing I may have said all, all year. I couldn't watch this without Martin Clunes. If they decided to focus more on the other characters mm. in the village, I would lose interest and in mm. find it. If they decided to bring in Chris Marshall... Um, just yes, example. and send him to an, yeah. Uh, <laughs> eight million people tuned in for this, and that's mm. despite the two-year gap uh, that was between series five and six. So still a massive hit. I think you're right. I think it's the the fact that it's not got people being killed mm. or finding out. Although who's someone done what. someone did die in it, so almost. Well, up. there's always a mystery yeah. element to it, uh, with as far as what the uh, ailment is and. But it, it's just light, and it's easy. It's an easy watch, and, and I do like Eileen Atkins, and I think she's she's a good addition to any cast. So as the sort yeah. of horse ant. anyway. So moving well, on. I am learning a lot about how the general public watch television, and with this and new tricks being so popular, mm. I do think people on the whole would rather watch things like this than what remains, which is something. Well, we I, really think, I think I well, think. Um, yeah. The people who watch Doc Martin and the people who watch New Tricks are the people who watch TV when it's on. They're, 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 they are the old, they're the older generation who yeah. like these sort of comfy shows, who like actors that they know and will watch yeah. them when they're on rather than... And, and the ratings yeah. prove that. Yeah, the ratings, yeah. The, ratings that. the overnight ratings show that, you know, these programmes that have got familiar faces and sort of easy-to-follow storylines are are the ones that you know the older generation who watch the TV when it will watch anyway. But you wouldn't watch new tricks outside of having to write about tricks. Doc Martin, sorry, you would. Um, it's for people of... who don't realise there are more channels available to them now. I think uh, people who, despite having digital boxes, probably still watch. It's for people who buy Hallmark really. Anyway, moving on to because we're we're sort of running out of time. Um, yeah, yeah, White yeah. White Chapel. Should we? I mean, am I the only one who has seen has seen White Chapel? Yes. Well, that? yes, you are. The only thing I want to say yeah. about White Chapel, and this is without me seeing it, I'm watching it soon. 
um, is the numbers for it were staggeringly bad. Mm. 3.3 million people. This is now the fourth series of this somewhat popular it, uh, series with Rupert Penry, Jones, Phil Davis and Steve Pemberton. Wrong time Why of year. I, I, I think we're, just, we're listed it's a little bit too ahead of ourselves. Another yeah. month and that would have done better. Halloween month, I'd say. Yeah, around Halloween for this. Yeah, um, that's yeah. Sure. Briefly, it seems to me that they're sort of trying to link in all the series so far to a sort of overarching plot of the whole series where there's a and the sort of double uh, double two-parter story something to do with witches so that'd be interesting uh moving on was it daft or was it good it was it was daft but but right. good. i always think it's really really stylishly made and i think that saves it from being completely silly and rupert penry and phil davis yeah. hold it together yeah they're awesome. brilliant um Quickly on the guilty, because I do want to talk about educating Yorkshire. Oh, I really want to talk about the guilty and educating Yorkshire, yeah. Well, do, should we do the guilty first? Yes. Okay, go. Uh, um, so... It's a th- three-part drama, Tamsin Gregg, Catherine Kelly. Great premise uh, in the in the world of Broadchurch. ITV were very keen, as well as the cast, to say this isn't Broadchurch. In fact, they made it while Broadchurch was on, so there's, you know, no things about that. Problem is, I just found it a little bit too cliche in parts, mm. and the characters, again, I don't know why people can't write nice people anymore. Mm. There wasn't a nice person in that. Tamsin Greg slightly, but yeah. even her... She was, co- just... she was... What I, I saw as her was she was sort of a cold character, but one who, who was a genuinely a good character. Basically, what this boiled down to was the... I'd say a story of the two mothers, the Tasman Grey character, who is this policewoman with the autistic son who's trying to solve a case that she... Who doesn't know he's autistic, and as soon as I, my mum and I were watching it, we went, well, that's an autistic son. Yeah. So, I'm sure in the press notes it says she's dealing with an autistic son. In episode two. Oh, okay. <laughs> Presumably, because it wasn't brought up in the first one. I thought it was just insinuated. Yeah. Anyway, and and then you've got the mother who's been trying to find her son has gone missing for the past five years, and then finally finds out that he's dead, and that you know someone she knows has probably murdered him. And I, I, so, I, there's so many paint by numbers. Yeah, I, I, and it, the nanny's it, boyfriend. Yeah. Just found it. I, 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 I spent ages trying to remember what I knew the nanny's boyfriend from. He was what, sil- what? silk. He's silk. one. Of, he's the and a touch of cloth. Yeah, but mainly silk. Yeah, he's the one of the clerks, isn't he? Uh, who was the nanny? Do we know who the nanny was? No, she bugged me as well. No, but just Emily was she in you? Yeah, she you, was everything. Doing like a weird accent. But again, it's three episodes. Mm. I will watch the next two. Uh, flashing backwards and forwards, which is a pet hate of mine. It was done well because I thought it was done well, and the sort of the shades, the light and shade they used between done better in what remains this time around as well, the flashing back and forth. Yeah. Yes, I agree. With the doors, the way okay. they did that was very clever. I want to leave a bit of time for educating Yorkshire, because, I, I mean, as I say, I went to the preview screening of this back I in. will allow you to skip the newsroom, although it was great. Okay. And I think <laughs> you might, I mean, I think you might have to skip Bad Education as well, I think. That um, was good as two, and I, I've only got into that this, this time around, so I'm going to try and find Series 1 somewhere. Okay, uh, so Educating Yorkshire was on last night. It is the uh, follow-up in a way to uh, Educating Yorkshire. No, Ed- no, Essex. There we go. Uh, this one, this time, is set in Thornhill Academy in Dew- or just outside Dewsbury in in Yorkshire, and focuses on the head, Mr. Mitchell, who is uh, fairly new to being a head teacher. He's only been doing it for eighteen months when the series begins. 
uh, and his basic vision for for his sort of time at the school is to like change the image of it, make make people not make people want to take their kids to his school rather than sort of turn their noses up at it. And I think in this first episode we saw, you know, a, mi- a mixed bag of students. We had the boy who was, you know, getting into fights and and sort of being the ringleader of some boys who were terrorizing the local residents. But on the other hand, we had that really, really sort of sweet, that Ryan who who just wanted to be, you know, part of the student council and did that really sort of heartwarming moving, speech moving that, that everybody, I mean, Twitter went mad for, for Ryan and I think he was just trending. Just imagine under. how popular he is now. Yeah. That... And apparently, I'll just briefly just talk about the, the screening. I, I got a chance to talk to one of the directors and also um, one of the teachers, Mr. Steer, who was, who was the guy at the beginning of the series who was uh, shouting, just do maths. Just, yeah, do was, maths. just do maths. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I mean, yeah, in this he's portrayed as almost the, the stern authority figure, isn't he? But he, see, he was, to me, really, really nice and I had a really good chat with him. And you he... know what? I think he could be the new Mary Porter. So, <laughs> so if like he goes into shops and the the, guy, the woman says, "Well, I can't work out where my profit margin is and and you know why things aren't just selling," do he goes, just do math, <laughs> and then he walk out. All the new uh, Alan Sugar. Uh, <laughs> all the new. Uh, well, be the replacement for Rachel Riley while she's on Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> yeah, I'd like, I'd like two from the top and three from the bottom. Just okay, do just do that. Um, yeah, so, so and he was saying that like after a week or so, they just forgot the cameras were there. Apparently, there were some kids who were sort of playing up to the cameras. So the kids stole with... them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, after a while, they all just forgot they were there. And there's obviously that scene in the like a small short sort of clip in the in the episode where. One kid thumps the other on the arm, and then the kid points and then to they the have camera. A, they have a moment of realization yeah. where they and go, I, ah. I thought that was good, and I like again, like in Twenty Four Hours in A and E, I like all the the sort of the smaller moments like that bit. I mean, I I loved the thing where he says something about a cow, and then saying, speaking of which, is Mrs. So and So. Yeah. Uh, well, what I think I like about these shows, and and I know they're edited, and I know they're put together to create. An easy narrative. I mean, they were there for six. Follow. So you know. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were there a while. But the thing is, it still feels to me with this way of filming like you're getting to see something that you shouldn't normally see. Mm. This does feel like you are literally a fly on the wall, and it is really well done. It's really, it's really human. I don't. You would have to be a very peculiar person not to watch this. Mm. and enjoy it and get what, something out of it. Because interesting is that Channel 4 are doing a documentary series where I work similar to this. Um, um, is a mental health hospital later in the year. Uh, no educating Gary. Well, no, there's no rumours. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be coming anywhere near where I work, or certainly I haven't been contacted. But that could be very similar to 24 Hours in A&E um, because it's you know literally just across the road. Just, and I think it's the same yeah. crew, so... Just briefly as well, um, I think these shows, and we me- we mentioned this, I think it was with the, one of the directors, and I think I mentioned a member of the production crew I was talking to. Yeah. It was like, we need programmes like this in 24 Hours in A&E, because like, doctors and teachers and everyone like that gets such a bad rap in the press, and it's seeing what their job is actually like and what they are actually like yeah. when they interact at work. And I think... And filming this way, it's very much... People aren't doing things 
for the cameras. No, people are doing things while the cameras as I said, are there. But I mean, there. I mean, you forget that these people are, you know, humans like you and I. You put your trust in them to sort of, you know, teach your children. But we all went to school. We were what teachers and were exactly, like. Exactly, and that's another positive. It's something we can all relate to because yeah. all went to school. I mean, but, you know, like, everybody goes into a hospital. I mean, that's why, to me, the Channel 4 one, the chicken shop worked. We all go into chicken shops. We, it's something we, we all don't all know. go into chicken We don't, we all we don't do it every night like you do, Gary. No, no but you've all no. been in a, ch- a fast food shop. A fast food yes, shop? well, no, not... Oh, well, not, McDonald's. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, God. But, uh, yeah, uh, that is just brilliant. I have to say, I think I enjoyed educating Essex, or at least the open of Educating Essex a bit more than the opening of Educating Yorkshire, but that is in no way to say no. this wasn't a brilliant bit of Essex television. The, se- the second episode was the one that we saw at the screening, which is on this next week, and that is a really good one again. And it I, goes- I honestly enjoy it so much, and I, the only thing that irritates me is the kids all look about 35, mm. but that's just me being a miserable git. It's all that makeup, <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I will hand over now to uh, Luke, and he'll run... Very quickly. We're, we're going to run very quickly, and then if we if we have the time, we will talk briefly about bad education as it did so well. Uh, coming up tonight, returning for a, a believe a, believe it's the eleventh series series K of QI. Just do maths. Just do maths. Uh, it's an ama- it's amazing. It's still as entertaining to me as it was all those years ago. Stephen Fry, Alan Davis, and Co. Uh, Strictly Come Dancing launch show is on uh, Saturday at six fifty. This is not the first show. This is just where they come together with their partners. Um, yeah, uh, the young. How do you say that on BBC? Well, well, oh, no. Gary, have you written this? Yeah, is it wrong? It, that says Multalbano. It's oh, Multalbano. You know, M-M-N-T, Albano. You, yeah. Both know okay. what I mean. How do you say it, though? Yeah, that's Albano. Like that. Okay, that is on BBC, yeah. that's BBC4. It's, it's an Italian crime drama. Uh, Nine o'clock on BBC4 on the Saturday as well. Um, nothing really of note. Uh, things just continuing on Sunday, Vera and What Remains. That picks on to Monday, Channel 4's. Yeah. Docudrama, which is always a phrase that frightens me a bit because I don't really know what it is. Blackout about a major power cut across London. The premise is good. I'm not sure the execution will be all that. The last kind of docudrama that I remember them doing was um, one about uh, child immigration. Um, I vaguely with the guy out, the guy out of um, Homeland. It was something like that, wasn't it? Hidden. Like Hidden? That. Hidden. Hidden. That was Hidden. Well done. Where it was kind of half serious, half drama. Oh, do you, uh, you mean Daniel? Damien Lewis. That was actually Daniel called Sto- Stolen. Stolen. That's Stolen. Mm. That was the kind of last docudrama that I remember watching on Channel 4. So if it was like that... Oh, and that was and also on BBC be... One, but I won't nitpick. No, but you know, um, well, what's it? I thought it was a Channel yeah. 4. Uh, BBC Two have a brand new uh, one-off, uh, written by um, Ian Hislop and a, and a friend, and uh, starring Amelia Fox of Silent Witness fame. It's a semi-true story about the um, the newspaper, The is Wipers it, is Times. Is Michael Palin in this as well? Yes. Yes, he is, but um, he's not in like a lead role. He's more supporting. Ben Chaplin. Yes. All right, Matt. Bloody walking IMDb Matt knows over names. there. We get it. <laughs> Matt, just do maths. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Do the binary um, numbers of those people. I'll have to get him two. to record that and then we can just play that run. BBC <laughs> Two are very excited about Peaky Blinders, as well they should be. It's Trump. a ten-part uh. drama, and here's the, the thing I never thought I'd say. It's a ten-part drama set in Birmingham with accompanying brummy accents, which, if I'm honest, Ugh. kind of... Uh, uh, Peaky Blinders, uh, 9 o'clock on BBC Two. Worth a watch for historical reasons, perhaps not for Is accent it like, reasons. like uh, Broad Street Empire, would it be? In the, <laughs> yeah, yes. I wish I could board do board. a boring joke, hmm? but I'm just not clever enough. Isn't it boring? Uh, or am I thinking of a different Yeah, joke? I'm saying... Cause uh, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> right, yes, <laughs> okay. Gary. If you could just oh, highlight the, the gags, Matt, write them down for me in advance or something. Just going ahead of these all, yeah, all these gags this evening. And Freddie Highmore, who we are used to seeing much younger, he was the young Charlie in uh, Johnny Depp's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, he's all grown up and he's uh, checked into the Bates Motel. Uh, it's a new US drama starting at 9 o'clock opposite Peaky Blinders on the Universal Channel. Um, on next Thursday at 9 o'clock. Yeah, a lot on. The thing is, Educate this week was such a big week that um, that everything is now on for a, for a good few weeks. So the next couple of weeks not going to be a great deal to preview. Where, do we know when Strictly starts in its normal form? It's usually about three or four weeks after that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the week after. You know, so how many? It's like a month, I'd say. So three weeks after this Saturday. So the start of October. Let's let's pump for. I'm going October the fifth, I think. They they oh. went as well, didn't they? They they announced did the Children in Need announcement this week, and normally Strictly is part of that, isn't it? So you should be able to work it out if you know what the date of the Children in Need is as well. Oh, okay. If you would like to contact either of us or all three and of us at the same time, uh, you may. Uh, I am at I am on Twitter all the time. It's where I live at Luke Custard TV, and the website is thecustardtv.com. Uh, is it at this point that you want me to give out my Twitter name? No, not necessarily. Matt, okay. what's yours? I am uh, at Matt's TV Bytes. Uh, the Custard TV is on Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com slash the Custard TV. Or you could like us on just on the website. There's a little sidebar to the right. Shall I, shall I sing and, it? And also, uh, yeah, and I also write for the website, which is very good. There you go. Yes, at there you go. the Gary Show. At, at the Gary Show. Also, worth saying, and a big thank you... Just do some maths, Gary. Yeah, just do maths. Also worth saying, and a big thank you to uh, Matt as well. The coming up section, which we get a lot of questions about. Oh yeah, I forgot about that this week. Uh, That has (laughs) been updated, and I've been on top of it. And every show in production, or or, um, commissioned, or returning is on there. On British TV sort of thing. Oh yes, that's a prefix, yeah. yeah. If it's on British TV, uh, and it's on the way, or we know that it's coming at some point... We give you all the information. That's on the coming up page on the website. Coming up on the website very soon is my interview with uh, actor Martin Cromston of uh, Line of Duty. Is it Compton? I don't know. Stop putting R's in his name. I'm sorry. Uh, And he talked about both the response of the first series of the acclaimed BBC2 drama, as well as giving me a bit of a glimpse into what we can expect for Series 2. And we love Series 1 a lot on this podcast. You can download this podcast from the website, or alternatively, give us a decent review on iTunes. It would make yes. our day. And if you don't like us, just don't don't put a rubbish yeah, review on just, iTunes. Yeah, just, if you're just not, throw if you're not a fan, just yeah, just throw what? something through Gary's window. He's fine with it. Ah, 
Uh, we will. Uh, we <laughs> will have not had time. Window, to... no. We have not had time to discuss uh, BBC Three hit comedy Bad Education, but uh, we will discuss the success of it and why we think it did so well on the next podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.